0: Well, Makers friends, the September dinner at the Lexington was such a hit, we decided to keep it going for October. We're hosting another Makers of Minnesota dinner at the Lexington in St. Paul. Not only will you be front and center with some of the best makers in the Twin Cities, but you will be treated to a three-course dinner, compliments of Chef Antonio from the Lexington, who'll be using the featured Makers ingredients in the courses that he's making for this special event. Our October dinner is Tuesday, October 26, and tickets are $98. Our featured makers are so fun, including Sweetland Orchard out of Webster, Minnesota, who's making beautiful ciders, apple ciders, and hard ciders at their orchard with over 50 varieties of apples. And also on deck is the humble goat cheese made by the folks at the award-winning Stickney Hill Dairy Company and K-Mama sauce, the slightly spicy and slightly sweet K-Mama Korean hot sauce. I'm just crazy about this sauce, and my friend and maker Casey calls it the Korean ketchup He puts it on everything at his house and I do too. And it's featured in the first ever Makers of Minnesota holiday box filled with my favorite products from Makers in the Twin Cities. So we'll be taking orders for the boxes on site at the Lex too, which I'm excited about. I just can't wait to see how Chef Antonio will use all these ingredients in his multi-course menu. We'll have a limited number of tickets for this special dinner. And when they're gone, they're gone. So go to thelexmn.com and sign up via Eventbrite for the Makers of Minnesota dinner for October. Get your tickets now at thelexmn.com for Tuesday, October 26th at the Lexington. Everybody, and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast. I'm Stephanie Hansen talking to cool people doing cool things. And I'm here to catch up with Casey Kai. He is the founder of K Mama Sauce. And we've talked to K Mama a while back. I want to say, Casey, that maybe it was like two years ago, but so much has happened with your, we'll call it the Korean ketchup, is the way that you (laughs) told me to describe it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are like taking the world by storm and Target in particular. That's so exciting.
1: Yes. Hi, Stephanie. Um, yes. No, it's it's been a little while. And I think, you know, I feel like when it rains, it pours. So we, you know, we got to talk to Tom Cran on NPR. That happened quickly. And then I think part of it was getting the traction in stores with Target and other retailers in Minnesota. But um, as to to your question with Target, it was, yeah, I think it just happened gradually over last three years now that we've been working with them and they're a great partner, obviously. Um, And it's, it's, you know, we started with one store then, you know, 20. Now we're in close to 50 um, both here in Minnesota and and Chicago. And um, it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's, because it's so hands-on we, we self-distribute, which just means we deliver ourselves and we have to make sure they look good on the shelf. And, um, and it's just, you know, people's tastes are changing all the time. So each store, uh, to, you know, it's dependent on each of the managers. And so thankfully um, over the last three years, we've had um, a gradual growing relationship with each of the store managers and especially the staff who work there. They have started to really um, grown um, a, 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 basically a following in the stores that's helped, that helps us um, get more traction. And then um, a month and a half ago, a friend um, messaged me, DMs me on Instagram and you know, without the cussing, did I just mm, see you on a Target commercial? And Target forgot to mention that they aired us in a, a 15 second uh, commercial spot that aired um, about 400 times nationally. Uh, we're not sold nationally, so it's, it's, it was kind of their loss, but also um, huge just because, you know, I, I have family and friends who happen to come across that commercial in Atlanta or California, and they they also had the same reaction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw the commercial, too, that you posted. And I was like, holy crap, that's exciting. You know, you're in an interesting category, I think, because your product is K-Mama Sauce. And mm-hmm. that's not like you have to evangelize to explain what that is. And to describe what that is. It isn't like you're just another form of honey or a type of candle. <laughs> so can you talk about, like, tell the listeners what K Mama sauce is in case they don't know? Yes. And then I want to ask you some more questions about the target relationship.
1: For sure. So, K Mama literally means Korean mom sauce. Um, the simplest way to explain it is that it's a sauce that goes in a traditional Korean dish called bibimbap, um, And the sauce is derived from a paste called gochujang, red pepper paste, very popular these days with chefs and at home cooks. And, um, yeah, it's a pungent fermented paste, and then my mom's version adds soy sauce, sesame oil, and you know a couple other things, and blends together. I grew up eating that because we had that in like a little Tupperware thing all the time in my mom's fr- in our fridge, and she would just kind of put it as a, a marinade, a glaze, a soup starter. Um, so we've come to use the term um, uh, flavor enhancer, right? But I think the simplest way to explain it, it's it's um, more flavor than soy sauce. Um, and it's less pungent and spicy than s- sriracha. If you know, that's kind of the reference yep. point on, on that side, but yeah, it is, it is hot. It is not, not hot. So I always explain to people, um, that it is, it is, it is spicy, um, but it's not, it's not meant to be kind of the, the next melt your face off hot sauce.
0: Yeah. And it's, I don't even, I mean, I like hot and I don't even actually think it's the mild isn't really that hot at all. And the consistency mm-hmm. is kind of like a ketchup versus mm-hmm. like a sriracha, which is a little, uh, has a little more green to it, I guess, in the mm-hmm. appearance. It's pretty smooth looking. Mm-hmm. It, I'm glad to hear you say that Cause like I, I put it on tacos. I put it in ramen. I use it to marinate meat. I use it to finish ribs. I use it in the instant pot with rice. Like I just use it all the time. You and, got the top
1: faves right there. That's it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and on eggs too. I mean, come on, how can you forget eggs? Yes. And what's really exciting for me about this sauce is I feel like it is so accessible and really like helps introduce people to um, your culture in a way that's really easy. And it, mm-hmm. like I, my nieces love your sauce. I introduced them to mm-hmm. it cause they loved soy sauce. Yes. And I was like, Oh, there's so much more than soy sauce. Let me show you all these <laughs> other sauces. Yay. And um, my, my one niece says, can you bring over that mom sauce? Cause she calls it that cause that's how she remembers it
1: love it oh that's so sweet yeah no i think that's that's what it's meant to be is you know i grew up in the states i am I'm, I'm korean i'm of korean descent but i grew up in jersey you know i grew up here um with italians jews jewish you know i I've, I've grew up with a multicultural background and and my palate does lean towards korean just because i love my mom's cooking but you know i think in a busy 2021 kind of situation we we want a variety of food i didn't think this it's meant to, as you you know, so pointing they pointed out that it's meant to introduce and be that accessibility point without without a huge hurdle. Uh, and I think the the discomfort of trying something new or wanting to try something new is we want to decrease that, right? So I think having our story, having that um, the design, it's meant to be invitational. It's it's meant to be hospitable. The the sauce is it's my mom's hospitality and uh, Korean. Hospitality in in one bottle, and I um, yeah, we try to do that by saying yes, make Korean food, but also make some amazing Korean tacos, like yeah. the target commercial.
0: <laughs> Your mom must be so proud of you. Um, when you say you get into Target, and this happens, I think at High V two, you know, it's this huge excitement, and then everyone sort of assumes you're in like a million stores, right? And what you've identified is as a self distribution uh, model that you really have to win over each target store manager kind of one by one by one. I don't think people know that. And do you like have to spend, like, do you have a team that goes into the stores or do you do that all by zoom or how do you create that relationship with the store? Yeah,
1: that's, that's like, that's the million dollar question. It's um, it is all relationships. And I think anyone who does food CPG in in, in Minnesota, but elsewhere knows that um, it's really, you have to sell one person at a time um, that this time it happens to be the manager of a target. So um, I think you still have to convince the manager, convince the staff and the store directors to say, Hey, like give us a try and see if it works. And if it doesn't um, that's fine. So we've, you know, we've had that kind of ebb and flow of, you know what, we need to find the best stores for us and target, right. And it needs to be a win-win, So I think, you know, over time, some stores don't work out and that's okay. We need to say bye to that. But, you know, majority of the stores do have enough wide enough audience um, and sales to say, okay, this is convincing enough. Let's, let's keep you guys. So I think it's, it's going back to, we started in farmer's markets. We started on our website. um, And even before Amazon, we, we were really just trying to sell, you know, one bottle at a time. And I think that's, that's kind of that relationship with target too. It's, um, and it's you know, it's not perfect. we've we've had our bumps in the road and um, it's like any relation it's like any marriage, basically, right? It's you're gonna have your fights and um, disagreements and I think um, any retailer right that we work with will will try our best to say, hey, it's it's sh- we shouldn't bend over backwards, neither should you. let's let's try to do our best.
0: I think target's hard too because you can't really do like sampling. and for a product like yours, Either people have to take the leap and buy it and bring it home or they have to have tried it. So because you can't sample in store, I know I have another friend that's in Target right now and she's like, "I getting into Target was the holy grail. And she goes, but I didn't realize how hard it was going to be to move product once I'm there because people don't know what to do with my product. I have to show them and I can't do that.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's when you're especially a food product, that, that's the hardest thing is um, prior to COVID, we were given permission at a cer- certain locations to be able to uh, dem- demonstrate, right, to do, do it to do demos uh, for sampling that has completely ceased. corporate what you know, all tar- our target stores don't do not allow that. So we're really kind of, you know emailing them making sure what when that happens the allowance to us to demo we want to be in front of people's faces but you know one of the best things that has happened for us is because we've concentrated so much of our energy basically on target uh you know other retailers were in town as well but target's kind of our our biggest customer and partner so that you know this is year c- coming up on year seven in march for us so thankfully all of the the critical mass the support the loyalty, the love, and people like you, Stephanie, have really given us um, those platforms uh, to say, "Hey, like we're we're still around uh, and we're still good. We're actually trying to do better, and we're we're you know in smaller bottles online. We're doing you know new gift sets. We're just trying to um, you know get to the customer more. And I think that like half of our new customers are in Target now." Whereas uh, the other half are still you know buying from our website, and it's we were just recently at a festival in St. Paul called the Veg Fest, right? And that's that was the fourth one we went to. This is the seventh year in existence, and I think something like that, you know, having those type of local festivals. A little plug here: we're going to be in a hot sauce festival in Roseville called Heat Up Your Life, um, and at Ben Drillery in the second Saturday of, of October. But like those types of events. As small or as big as they are, they drive the customers, oh, they're in the store. Or or now it's the customers who find us in the store, thankfully, because we're in so many shelves in Target, for example. Then they find us at festivals to say, Oh my gosh, they're trying, they're coming up with new stuff. What what yeah, else do they have? T shirts and aprons.
0: You did so many events for years. And like Stone Arch Festival, and you've done a lot of the River Place markets and a lot of the events I've been involved in. So when I saw you in Target, I already know the product. I'm familiar with it. Mm -hmm. It's it's not one thing. It's all the things, right, that lead up to Mm -hmm. that moment where the consumer stands in a Target and goes, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. And then picks up the sauce. And I'd love to see you guys. They have Cholula now in like Mm -hmm. the... Taco Bell packets, the sauce packets, right. we'll call them right. for, so mm-hmm. just so you know what I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see a K-Mama in a packet like oh, that.
1: That that would be, that would be ideal. Um, that's, we do have two ounce bottles uh, for sale in our website, but we certainly do pass that along as we do sell them at festivals. But I think that's kind of our plan now is what is the, you know, obviously sample size enough for as many people um, with the potential, I mean, we're really talking to Target, staying on that conversation of Target with Target Corporate to say, hey, you know, we've been doing well, and if you can see that, and you can see, especially putting that much resources um, in the commercial, uh, especially because that it's not cheap to produce that and air it, and to say, hey, this is this is a solid brand out of Minnesota, local Minnesota brand, um, so that yeah, we're aiming for two hundred and fifty super targets na- nationwide uh, regionally, if, if that's kind of the launch we're looking for, but we're in that conversation now. So hopefully, you know, knock on wood, maybe in you the could, next six months,
0: you could we'll flavor their rotisserie source. chickens.
1: Oh my gosh. Would that be great? So I, I won't share it because it hasn't gone through yet, but we did get a request from a local public school district, um, for a lunch program. So things, things of that nature, we, we obviously welcome and, We've had many discussions like that or meal kits. I mean, yeah, we'd love to have that introduction for Korean food.
0: All right. Well, we're going to have you at the Lexington. You're at our second Makers dinner that we're doing for Makers in Minnesota. The first dinner actually happened last night. And Casey, I can't even tell you how great it was. So many Mm -hmm. of the people that came hadn't heard of some of these brands that we featured and then the maker was there and they could talk about their product and then they would eat it in this lovely iteration that was done by chef Antonio at the Lex. It Mm. was fun. It was like fun to kind of get your dress up clothes on and wear some makeup and get out of your sweatpants. We just (laughs) had a great time.
1: (laughs) The photos looked amazing. The posts that came through Instagram. Oh my goodness. They're fancy. There's some fancy foods there. I love, Um, your idea for this, I mean, this is such a phenomenal collaboration. I mean, I don't know, I mean, not like just the post, but this is, you, you, you worked really hard with, you know, the, the folks that are involved and the makers. We very much appreciate the opportunity. Thanks. Well, it it looks so awesome. So I'm I'm sure there's so much, tons of work that went into producing it and making it happen, Stephanie. So it's a labor of love.
0: I'm actually really excited to see what chef Antonio does with your product. And then we're also going to have the humble goat cheese from Stickney Hill Dairy. And then Sweetland Orchard, our friend Gretchen Prebix is going to be doing, I think she's going to be doing like an ice wine. She's got apples, but also ciders. So however that will all come together will be fun.
1: I'm super stoked. That's, that sounds amazing.
0: Um, You are also in the Makers of Minnesota box that we have, we had five, um, samples put together of that box, and we sold them all at the Lex last night. People really liked it. That awesome. is a box that will be available to buy. It is from the website uh, loveminnesota.com, and then backslash gifting is how you can find the Minnesota box. I'll put a link to it in the show notes here. But I really, I've been a big fan of yours since literally the first time you came to one of my <laughs> markets, and your sales yes. technique was so amazing. You got people to try your sauce because yeah. people just walk by and like, look at booths and go, Oh, what's that? And you were like, no, you need to come and try this. I've got some rice here, put this together. I've got carrot sticks, eat it. It's really good. Yes, so I'm excited to keep that's... you in the box.
1: Thank you, and that's that's the jersey. That's like, usually come come here, right? You come here. I loved that
0: jersey. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so thank much, you. Casey. Oh, uh, I look forward to seeing you at the dinner in October. People can get tickets uh, again. There'll be a link in the show notes, or you can buy tickets at thelexmn.com. They were just really great hosts, and really excited about the next one. And we'll talk to you soon, Casey.
1: I'm very much looking forward to it, Stephanie. Okay, thank you. All right, bye bye. Bye.
0: So join me for the Makers in Minnesota dinner at the Lexington in St. Paul on Grand Avenue. I can't wait to meet you and introduce you to Sweetland Orchard and K-Mama Sauce and the Humble Goat Cheese from Stickney Hill Dairy. So get your tickets at thelexmn.com, but hurry, this special event won't be available long. We'll sell out the restaurant for this special evening with a limited number of tickets. So make sure that you get online and get those tickets now for the October dinner on Tuesday, October 26th.